0: What's up, everybody, and welcome to Woody's Corner, the softball podcast. I'm Coach Woody, and I am so thankful that you are here with me today. First, I just want to say I thank you for your support, and I thank you for being my loyal followers. You guys rock. You keep me going because I know that you are out there listening, and you know what? Love you guys. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for your support. I appreciate it more than you will ever know. And why am I just so thankful and so, just a little giddy? Because this, my friends, is the one year anniversary of Woody's Corner. <sighs> yeah, That was me doing like the happy hands and air dance and stuff. 44 amazing episodes. Crazy how the universe works that way. Four is my favorite number. And there we go with 44 episodes. It was meant to be. It was meant to be. But yeah, so it's been a year. Um, I remember back to that first episode and how nervous I was and how long it took me to do it because I I just felt like a little kid learning how to ride a bike for the first time and getting out there and the training wheels and just go, 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 go and finally take the training wheels off and here I am 44 episodes later just sharing my time with you guys and it's one of my favorite time of the week when I get to sit down and just sit and talk to you as if you're right here in front of me with all those faces just looking up like what are, what are you going to say? And I'd be like, I don't know. What do you want me to say? And then i just start talking and you guys are just like in ah, oh. oh, yeah. I was just looking out at you all too. So, um, but honestly, I just, um, softball has meant so much to me in my life for decades and decades and decades and decades that I'm so thankful that I've been able to give back, um, It is purely a joy in my life. I've enjoyed it from being a kid, to a player, to a coach, to an instructor, um, to a director. Softball has allowed me to be part of this community where I'm able to connect with others, to be able to give back to others, to be a part of something that continually is growing. And I love being part of that community. So thank you for having me, and I just hope that um, we can continue to have these conversations, and that you all will share with your friends and your teammates and your family of, hey, you gotta listen to Woody. She's she's just she's got stuff to say. I do. I always have stuff to say. I love people. I love talking. It is my strength. As people always say, what's your strength and weakness? My strength is that I love talking to people. So there. But um, back to number 44. That's right. 44 episodes. 44 wonderful weeks that we have been able to share and just be with one another. And uh, I just kind of want to go back and kind of recap a couple of my favorite ones. Um, you know just I'm, I'm in awe if you guys can't tell it's been a great year I know 2020 has been <laughs> something a little different but just as far as me and doing Woody's Corner and sharing with you guys and just being a family I I'm thankful I truly am and so Let me just go and start with what we're going to do today. What am I going to talk about today with this being my anniversary episode? I want to start back where I remember the first episode and you know just how long it took me to do that and did I do it right? Did I say the right words? Am I coming across okay? And all the worries and the nervousness and You know, the love of the game. You guys remember that? Why I love this game. Why do you guys all love this game? I still love it. Um, That episode was the one that just kicked it off. I remember when I was doing that first one and I closed my eyes and I was talking and I was talking about the night game. What's even better than that is playing at night. Oh, my God, do you feel like you're a star? That's softball's version of being on the red carpet. The lights are on you. The ball seems like it's super bright. And you're, you're on stage. You're performing. And there's nothing better than having hundreds or thousands of people watching you play a game. And then you're up to bat. And you know everyone is looking at you. I mean, that's the best stage ever, and you have to perform. Either you succeed or you fail. But that's the fun part about playing this game is that competition right there at that moment. And it, when you succeed, and you're crushing that ball, and the crowd is going crazy, and you're trying to steal another bag or do whatever. Oh, I I just can't even describe that feeling of that adrenaline rush and. You just want it more and more and you crave it. So what happens? Now the game has got you locked in. It makes you want to come back for more. That that nighttime experience is something I wish everyone could just go out there and do at least one time when they're playing this game. And then I went into the next episode where it was swag. Y'all know I like that little swag. I love swag players that have swag and so yeah i did a whole episode on swag men women kids whoever when somebody has swag you can see it they draw you to them you love watching them play i mean you just sit and think about when i say swag and that person that comes through for you there it is you just thought about that person that's swag Because they make you think about them, even when they're not around. They leave a lasting impression because you enjoy watching somebody with swag play. And us as coaches, we look for swag. We look for that person that has it. We look for that special quality. Because a person that has swag that just brings it all the time, they're going to raise up everybody else's play around them. They're going to raise up their level. They're going to raise their teammates level. The 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 people that are sitting around watching the game. Everything, right? Energy. All of it just just jumps up. So yeah, swag. It has a little bit something extra for you. And then we just kind of rolled on where it was like, what's our next topic? What else are we going to do? There's so much I, I wanted to talk about this year. and And I think I did a lot of it. But I always want to come to you guys with some passion about it. With a story to tell or some information to give you. Or what I was coming across or something I was encountering that I want to share with you. And then I wanted to have these conversations. And I did. I have wonderful conversations with my sister Jamie and one of my parents, Amanda, And Deb Hartwig, who was starting up the Pro League. And I remember talking to Deb and just so into what she was going through, starting up the commotion, the pro softball team here in Southern California. And I couldn't wait to go to a game. And before you knew it, there was no games to be played this year. So I have to wait till next year. But then having the conversation with Amanda and what it's like being a parent with a teenage daughter who is going through playing from basically 10 years old and now going into the recruiting season. And what it's like for a parent and what they go through. And then with my sister. What a great conversation I had with my sister. And just talking about how competitive we are and, and looking back on you know the things that we did and how we approached our games and how we took wins and losses and just the laughter.
1: I forgot something once. What? We had a tournament up in the Monterey area. Packed my bag, we're in the gym, it's cold, so we have our sweats on. I'm in the middle of the floor, ready to shoot around. I pull down my sweats. I do not have shorts on oh, underneath. Oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I left my shorts at home. Oh my God. I don't know how. But I did, and I was just like, I yanked it back up, like, oh my goodness, what, what am I gonna do? I'm, you know, in my mind, the best player on the team. How <laughs> am I gonna not play? Mm-hmm. What did my coach do? Take my teammate's shorts and give it to me. Of course he does. They the want the best yes. to play. We know, we know. <laughs> it is not about being conceited. It's it's the truth. When you know you work harder than everybody else. And you give a hundred percent you.
0: Girl.
1: What? No one could tell me different. I know when I'm not, you know, the best at something, but I'm going to get there.
0: These are the things that I love sharing with you guys. I mean, those episodes, you know, when I go back and I listen to them and, and then I think back and of course, this is me being the coach, the, the teacher and everything else is, oh, I should do this, this, and this, but they were still good. I was still entertained by me. I must be pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) I'm teasing y'all. But, you know, the the conversations with people and I want to have more conversations to share with you in year two. And that's something that um, I'm going to put out there and just, you know, find more interesting people to have conversations with so that you guys can enjoy that back and forth communication that I have with them. Then I remember right after I had that conversation with Deb. Then we had that time in our life that we're kind of still a little bit in where the pandemic hit. But actually, I got to roll it on back before that. We lost Kobe Bryant. And then the pandemic. And then the unrest in our country. And those are things I had to talk about You know, because they were heavy on my heart. And I wanted to share where I was coming from with everything, but yet still keep this about softball. And so we had that little time period in our life that I talked about with the podcast. And I think it's always good because, you know what, when you just let somebody else know that they're not alone in the way they think or the way they feel, that's healing, You need somebody else sometimes to help you heal things that you go through. And I think sharing my feelings and what I'd gone through hopefully helps others to see or to help them understand a different point of view. And so, you know, there were some serious episodes in there and and I'm thankful that I was able to share that with you. Then I had some great great stories I was able to share with you guys do you guys remember the road trip right Utah the snow falling then going to Vegas and and I'm sorry not Vegas but New Mexico and pretty much pulling every muscle in my body it felt like oh man the road trips or how about the road trip to Vegas where I accidentally missed the curfew but yet still started that day And played one of the longest games I think I've ever been in. 14 innings, just back and forth. Just great softball. Great softball. Or what about the story of my injury? When I blew my knee and I'm laying up against my coach's leg and just wanting to finish out the game, but that knee was shot and having to recover and go through the rehab. When I told that story, side note, I truly wanted somebody that was going through an injury to know that they were not alone. That I had been there and what it was like for me and how I came back better, stronger, mentally tougher. And to see what that was like. So sharing that story, I hope it did truly help somebody get through an injury they were going through. Then I, I was thinking back when I was going through all the episodes. If you guys had to pick one episode out of the 44 and said, which one had the best title? Which episode had the best title? Which one do you guys pick? You know which one mine is? The Hot Head and the Ump. <laughs> is that not a great title? I love it. The Hot Head and the Ump. And for those of you who do not know what that one is about, go listen to it, and you'll understand why. That is a perfect title for that episode, the Hot Head and the Um. Man, that was a that was a very interesting day. That day, I tell you. Um, but I had some I had some great stories. I love talking to you guys about my last coaching game, and. Sitting here and I remember just tears rolling down my face as I shared what it was like having a conversation with a group of girls that I didn't know if I was ever going to see again. Thankfully, I have seen some of them. I'm very blessed for that. Or my passions. What was it like being a lead-off hitter? A lead-off hitter? Or stealing bases? Right? Those were my passion. I love that stuff. How's this one? This was one of my favorites. When I talked about being in the outfield. Own it. Love playing the outfield. Have a passion for it. Read the ball off the bat before it even happens. Be at that spot. The more you watch, the more you learn, the more you watch pitchers during practice and you know their spins and what their go-to pitch is. How it drops off the table and the batter can't really get a good piece of the ball. So it's going to be a ground ball and down. You're backing up your infielders. Your backup plays, your secondary backup plays. Where do I have to be? How fast do I got to get from one spot to the next? It's all these things as an outfielder you take pride in. You love it. When the coach says, hey, you're playing left field. Yes! Can't wait. That kid's gonna try to hit the ball over the fence, and I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna snatch it back. And I'm just gonna look at her like I dare you to do it again. You gotta have that that just that uh about playing the outfield. You gotta love it. You gotta have that swag when you're out there playing the outfield. Play as a unit, play as one, talk, communicate, know your field, and let the pitcher know, I got you. I got you. These are some of the things where I was reviewing this past year and all the things that I shared with you and how fun it was. Man, telling those stories, you guys, just brought me back to a time in my life that I had so much growth in and I learned so much during that time. I'm thankful that I can share that those memories with you and I'm glad I can and I'm glad I have the technology to do that and I'm glad that you want to hear those things they're fun I, I enjoy telling stories I have so many more but I'm <laughs> I'm very mindful of um, you know making sure I stay PG 13 when I'm telling stories um, you know you get older and in college and past college and The things you do, I'm just thankful that uh, the universe kind of allows me to ride that wave and it keeps me just nice and steady so that I don't fall off into the abyss somewhere. So yeah, so I mean, a year of Woody's Corner. It's been fantastic, you guys. It has been so much fun. Where do we go from here? What does the future hold for Woody's Corner? I have new ideas that I want to bring to you. I want to have more guests for you. I want to be able to have a caller call-in day. Because here's, here's what I know. I love sports talk radio. I listen to it every day when I'm in the car. Sometimes I listen to it at home instead of music. I am a sports junkie. Yes, I am. But what I enjoy too is when my two favorite guys, Mason and Ireland, allow callers to finally call in and just listening to the topic or them cut them off. Not that I'd cut you off, but I would love to have that time where I can do an episode and have callers call in and just Have a conversation or get their take on something and then comment on it. That's some of the things that I want to do in year two. I would also like to hear from you. Are there any topics that you would like for me to touch on? Just shoot me a little message in my DMs on my social media, Woody's Corner Pod, and I'll get to you. I'll bring up those topics. I'll research them for you. Let's interact more. That's what I want to do in year two. I want to interact more with you. Thank you, everybody, for always being here with me. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. And that's what I have for you today. I'm Coach Woody, and I'm out.